And welcome back to another episode of the Growing Up Dad podcast. As always, I'm your host, Banks, with me as he is each and every week, my brother from another, the man they call Presentable Ricky. Yes. Say what up to them people, man. Oh, my bad, my bad. Yo, what up, what up, what up? It feel like we've been gone for a long time because we recorded on that Sunday before yeah. Father's Day. So, yeah, it's, it really has only been an extra day. But, but it, extra it do seem like a longer long, time, yeah. yeah. So, as always, we are the podcast by fathers, for fathers, just talking about all the stuff that fathers experience, man. Yeah. Through the lens of a father. Yes. So, again, we appreciate you guys listening each and every week, man. Um, as we look at our, our statistics, shout out to the Philippines and Canada, baby. International. Yo, that to me, that's so dope, man. International. That's that's so amazingly dope. But you know what? That's still family, though. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's all love. Like, I, I appreciate anybody that listens, like, whether you agree with us or not. Like, yeah. you took the time out of your day to, to tune in. So, you are appreciated. Always. But to see geographic location and to see Philippines and Canada, yeah, that's amazing to me, man. Like that's <laughs> so. If you're in the Philippines and you're listening, or you're in Canada, and you're listening. Appreciate it. We sincerely appreciate it. Like, please, if you if you have the time, email us, tweet us, hit us up on Instagram, whatever your preference is. But just know you you are appreciated for that. Thank you very much. Oh yeah, thank you, thank you. So man, let's let's go ahead and just you know get to what we normally get into, man. Like, how was your week, bro? My week? Yeah, your week. How was it? My week was amazing. That's what's up. It sucked, but <laughs> I'm just saying that was a setup. All right, now. Yeah, yeah. So work wasn't too bad. You know what I mean? It it was work. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Uh, family life a little testy here. Touch and go here and there, you know what I'm saying? But through communication, I think I was able to, well, not I. I think we were able to come to a conclusion to be able to move forward. Good. In our, in our, our thing. Had to have, have, to have another uh, talk with my son. But other than that, you know. Yeah, shout out to my nephew, man. I seen the, uh, the photo <laughs> on Facebook. My nephew's <laughs> driving through the... Uh, the drive-through there, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we we got somebody to go run and get us some grub when we recording now. Absolutely, bro. That's uh, yeah, yeah. That's dope. I like yeah. that. Yeah, I like no. that. He nah, can't he, keep the change, but yeah, no. Nah. Right, I feel you on that. Nah, he nah, he can keep the change. I ain't gonna lie. He actually, he actually uh, been driving, and he's actually like when he's driving, good listener. Like you, you just tell him. You don't have to yell at him. You just talk to him normal. You know what I mean? And he actually responds accordingly. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So. Like, for me, driving with him, it wasn't scary at all. You know what I mean? I just get in there. Hey, let's go here. Let's go there. You know what I'm saying? And he responded accordingly. So, I I love that he actually listens during driving. Right. Because sometimes, other he don't be listening. Got you. He 15, so... He 15, 15 year olds going 15 year old yeah he 15 so should i say any more no nah, not really because i right. so, i remember being 15 so i remember what that's like exactly and that's why like he's not going out of his way to get like overly like super in trouble or anything like that like i say he's still working at his job he's still doing what he's doing okay. but he also still doing 15 year old stuff you know what i'm saying then uh you know i started coaching basketball again you know i'm still doing my thing or whatever whatever Man, whoo, 
This year is going to be a test of my patience. It's all good. You got this. I know. I, man, I always got, like, I always got this, bro. It, for me, it's nothing better than seeing kids when they first come to you and they seem like they just buck wild crazy. Right. And you start talking to them. You start instilling, like, this is my expectations of you. And you see week over week over week over week them improving and starting to learn the concepts of playing the game. But not only learning the concept of playing the game, I got this drill where I tell them don't count until I dribble the ball, right? But at first, everybody, I say, ready exercise, everybody just start counting, right? Right. Now, they'll look up and they're waiting for me or they're listening for the ball and then they'll start counting. So for me, it's that listening skill, which that skill right there is going to carry them everywhere they need Translates to Translates everything life. else. Good. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I look at basketball like it's life. I'm not just touching lives on a, on a basketball court, but that translates to when they go to their parents, they go to school, they go to any event. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, I mean, that, that's what I get out of it. Now, I, I do complain sometimes because we, you know, we lose basketball games, but the overall big picture of it is, how am I affecting their character? Got you. You know what I'm saying? And as long as I'm affecting their character in a positive way, that's really all I, you know what I'm saying, all I need to uh, really do. Now, I got to say, now that's my 7- and 8-year-old team. My 9- and 10-year-old team, they ball. Okay. They do their thing. All right, talk to me. How now, they doing? They, they undefeated. And they not just undefeated. They, like, 72 and 10 undefeated. Not 73 and 9 because we're going to win the chip. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm saying? But we we actually, like, blowing out teams. Now, because we're blowing out teams, there's this, this guy that wears a striped shirt every game. He got a whistle. Zebras, right. We, we know about him. And my thing is, like, he tries to keep the game – like even, and for me that's a problem, cause I coach my team, and I coach my team to play. Just because the other team is not up to par with them, don't start making all the calls on my team. Got you. Call a game fair. That's all I ask. If we lose and you call the game fair, we lost the game. We need to go back to practice. We need to work on some things. We need to do this, that, and improve. Right. If we're up by. 10, 20, 15, whatever we up by, don't think that, oh, I got to – let me let me give them some, some leeway and just start calling like, oh, you fouled. Oh, oh, he traveled. Oh, he did this. Oh, he did that. Call the game – call it the same both both ways. Got you. Got I got, you. I have a huge problem with that because in life, if you got a business degree and you got the certifications to go with that business degree – when you go to apply for that job, they're not going to say, nah, nah, let me make it fair and give that other person that just got a high school diploma or a GED that job, right? True. You have to do the work. And if you don't do the work, the results of you not doing the work is what you're going to get. You know what I'm saying? The lack of doing work, that's what you put into it. Like like, like the old saying goes, what you, what you put into it is what you get out of it. If my boys is putting in work and they they practicing hard and they practicing outside of practice and all everything like that and the other kids aren't, that's not my fault. Don't cheat my guys. Don't cheat my team. 
You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. I appreciate him for doing the thing, rapping and things like that. All I all I ask is call fairness. Yeah, all call the game the same way from the start of the game to the end of the game. No, that's that's understandable completely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and, and that's all. That's all I ask. But other than that, um, now I have to say I apologize to all the parents. I had to apologize to all the parents. I had to apologize to the, basically the league because when he started cheating the kids, got a little I upset. Got a little, there, I got a little excited. Got teed up. You know what I'm saying? But my thing was, don't cheat the kids. You know what I'm saying? Because you're cheating them out of an experience. Right. It's not the winning losses. It's about the experience for the kids. Exactly. I got you. Exactly. I got you. you. Know what I'm saying? And so now, do they know what to do is right, what to do is wrong? Because they looking like, I didn't even do nothing. Why is he, you know what I'm saying? Right. So what are you, now what are you instilling in their head when you're reffing now? You know what I'm saying? So anyway, other than that, my team's ball, both teams ball. They're they are a great set of, uh, I got one young lady on, on my team, and it's my daughter. Okay. She hangs tough. She hangs tough. She about three feet 11, maybe four feet, if that. She was guarding a girl that was about five feet, bro. But getting it to her. Giving it to her. All she did is moving her feet, hands straight out, not reaching for nothing. You know what I'm saying? I was like, that's my baby. I almost shed a tear. Anyway. That's the hustle, baby. Hey, hey, that's what's up. That's a, that's a, you know what that is. Well, that's that. That's ah, that. Oh, here we go again. Here we go again. Go ahead, say it. Hey. Go ahead, say it. Man, I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't even going to go there, bro. I'm, I'm not even. Yeah, we know it. We knew it was coming, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, anyway. Nah, but that was, that was my week. But other than that, I mean, other than the, the, the rocky moments or whatever, it was life. And okay. It taught me that no matter whatever things that you think you may not be able to make it through, keep going through it. You'll be all right. You know what I'm saying? So that's where I am. I'm still standing. My own 10 toes. You know what I'm talking about? I got you. I got you. So let's transition. How was your week, sir? My week was fucking amazing, man. Like, do tell. I'm, I am a full proponent of this theory called the three-day theory which states spending three days in the wilderness or just outdoors resets your personality or just kind of snaps you back to it. Mm-hmm. So the week was cool. Like I, I got through work. It, it is what it is. Like another right, right. week. But I was looking forward to the weekend because I went out with my frat brothers and a couple other friends, uh, traveled up to Colorado, okay. went whitewater rafting. Uh-oh. Man, listen, like I already love, like shout out to my frat brother Marv. Like he the one. Okay. That sincerely put me up on outdoor stuff a couple years ago. Gotcha, gotcha. Went kayaking. Changed my whole perspective on outdoors. I got you. It, it was just amazing. Like, I didn't realize nature could be that beautiful, to be completely honest. Yeah, I hear you. So, went up to travel to Colorado this weekend. You know, got out, went whitewater rafting. <laughs> Damn near died a couple times. And, like, this, to say that, it sounds like, yo, you... You could have died. Right, right. But I never had more fun almost dying in my life. <laughs> like, it was up, dope, man. Like, I don't know what to say. Like, rapids are classified, you know, one through six. Yeah. So this trip we did, and we were beginners. Like, we only did kayaking before. So we did class one through class four plus, which okay. is almost a five. Okay. So the biggest wave we hit, our biggest rapid or whatever, was a 16-foot wave. Whoa. 
dopest feeling ever, bro. Whoa. Like the water, like you got to have a healthy respect for nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you don't respect it, you can't, oh, you can't yeah, do yeah. it. If you fear it, you definitely can't do it. Right. But just, hey, nature's beautiful, man. Like that water, it smacked the shit out of me. And you know, we in Arizona, so I'm used to 90 plus degree weather. Yes. So the one weekend we in uh, Colorado, <laughs> this happens to be the coldest weekend, like damn near on record for them. Really? So it didn't get above really 55 the whole weekend. And this was in Denver. So our trip was Whoa. in Buena Vista, which is, I guess, okay. fur, I don't know if it's further up north. I don't know the direction or whatnot, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it was higher up in the mountains. So when we were on our way there, the elevation was going higher and higher and higher. So it was legit snowing. They got down to 34 degrees. Bruh, and I this is in this is in June. I need a jacket. This is in June. It's 34 degrees and snowing in June. Man, just talking about it made me cold. I need a jacket. Well, you know, my blood's so thin out here all these years. It's oh, just, yeah. oh, shit, I ain't used to this no more. <laughs> so we, we get there. It warms it warms up to like fifty two degrees, but wow. the water is in like the high thirties, low forties. So we got wetsuits on. We we getting in there. Wow. We you know we amped. That water splash you that first time. It's like oh, oh this real. <laughs> oh we rafting rafting. Okay, so when we get on there and you know shout out to our guide Ben man he he did the damn thing like we were joking because you know we was the only black people there. All right. So before we actually got on there, it was a little bit of time because I guess another group that was coming for the full day trip, mm-hmm. they were late. Okay. So okay. we were joking like, man, they all they all fighting over who don't want to take us because <laughs> you got five black dudes that ain't never been rafting before. Right. On this excursion, and Ben kind of looked at us like, oh, no, my, that's my crew. Bet, come on, because he saw how big everybody was. How yeah. He was like, bet, we good. Yeah, yeah. Gave us our instructions, told us what to do, what not to panic, how to do it. That was it, man. Like, I ain't gonna lie. If anybody was gonna fall off the boat, it was gonna be me. Okay. okay. Because in the, the raft, there's like a, a foot anchor. Okay. And during one of the, I think it was like a 10-foot wave. Okay. At this point, it, we did 17 miles total. Um, At that point, I was at like mile 12. I was just gassed. Mm. So my foot fell out of the, the anchor. And we hit a wave like right then and there. And the water just smacked me dead in my face. Whoa. So I failed. But when he was like, hey, if you're going to fall, make sure you fall in the boat. Right, right, right. So when I fell, I was like, oh, I got to fall left because I was in the front right. I got you. Fell left. He's like, hey, don't try to get up. Just stay there till we get through these rapids. Right. And we get you up. All right. So got up. I was like, yo, I'm gassed. I can't, I can't do the front no more. He's like, all right, switch back spot. So I switched back to the back and I finished out the last five miles in the, in back. the back of the raft. Okay. Yeah, but man, look, we, we got photos. I'll post the photos because I, I look like I'm scared to death. <laughs> And some of them shots, I was scared to death. And another shot, it looks like I'm scared. But what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to, like, push the oar back right. Because he, oh, he's got okay. certain sands. He's yeah. like, when I tell you this, you got to do it at this time. Yeah. So we don't run into a rock. So we don't fall off the boat. The boat don't yeah. flip, capsize, whatever. So I look like I'm scared. But I'm legit just trying all my strength that I got left what? to push that oar so we don't hit these rocks. And I'm like, yo. Wow. But, yo, we, we did it. And, like, the funny thing is, like, the 12-foot wave, to me, was the most disrespectful wave. It wasn't the 16-foot. I feel like we caught the 16-foot, like, right at the peak. Yeah, and yeah. we came back down. We hit, like, a nice spot, so it wasn't as bad. Right, right. But when you hear your guy tell you, look, everything I told you I need you to do, and I need 110% effort right now or else. or else." Wow. I'm like, oh, shit, all right, it's real. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> 
So we did it. We Shit, got through it, and that was it. But it was dope because like it could have been like today in Denver is ninety one. <laughs> but it, I think that made it more memorable because it was so cold. Yeah. yeah because yeah. it rained when we were on the river. Oh, okay. So like we we freezing, but we you know, we still, we digging in. Like yeah, yeah. Well, we we signed up for this. We gonna do it. And then it, it was crazy because like there was another when you go out on this trip, you know you go with your group, but there's like other groups are with you. So it's like a five or six different rafts. Okay. So this other raft, uh, there was a, a newer guide, and she wasn't bad or anything. I don't I, I wasn't on there, mm-hmm. but two of her people quit like halfway through the trip. They was like, nope, fuck this, we not doing this no more. <laughs> This ain't what we signed up for. We good. <laughs> so we had to pull off and wait for the bus to pick them up. Oh, and then wow. take them back. And then we went back on. So the trip lasted a little bit longer than we thought. So y'all got off the raft? We got off the raft because they was like, yeah, we're done. We're not doing this anymore. So y'all went to the side. Y'all tied the boat down. Tied the boat. Everybody tied the boat down. We waited for the bus to come pick them two people up. They picked those people up. They dipped. And then everybody got back in the raft. And then, and it would just what happened. They quit before the, the biggest two rapids, which oh. were the twelve foot and the sixteen foot. Yeah. And they was like, "Look, these ain't no joke. You gotta listen, or else you can fall out the water, yeah. and you can or will get hurt, yeah, and yeah. you potentially can die." So I was like, "Oh, oh shit!" So they were like, "Hey, anybody else want to quit?" I'm like, "Man, fuck that! I done made it this far. I ain't, I ain't doing I know, that right? now. Nah, like, if I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die. Like <laughs> this is what it is." So. Nah, man, we we went out, we we did that shit, and then the funny thing is, you would think like from rafting, it would be your arms, shoulders, right, core. Right, that's right. so like my core was sore, yeah, but it was my legs because you have to lock your feet in place and you you basically sit there in yeah. a, a locked position to kind of brace yourself on the yeah. raft. I got you. So I'm learning. Like I I go to the gym, yeah, on occasion. Like I don't I don't diet. I know that's my biggest issue. Yeah, but I work out. But I'm learning, like, just working out is no point for me. I, I need functional strength. Right. right. So now I, I saw exactly what all my weaknesses were. I was like, okay, I know what I need to work on. And then uh, next year for our guys' trip, we're going to go to Costa Rica. Okay. We're going to hike a volcano. Um, I know we're going to do some four-wheeling. Uh, I, I believe we're going to parasail or something like that. So, look, man, I'm okay. When, like I told you before off air, like, when I die, I'm trying to – if I'm on my if I'm on my deathbed – I want my last words to be, I had a dope-ass life. Pull nah, the plug. I feel, I feel you on that. Pull the plug. I had a dope life. Nah, man. Or if I if I don't get to say that, I want people to be like, you know what? Banks had a cool-ass life, man. Right. Like, he did this, this, and that. And then that's that's what I want my memories to be. So, that's what's up. it was dope, man. Like, I would I would definitely recommend it to anybody. Like, if you, if, you, if you don't think it's your thing, stick to class one and two. Yeah, or go kayaking first. Go kayaking, but even kayaking, stick to class one and two. Like, see if it's something yeah. you think you would do. I got you. If you want to be a little bit adventurous, jump to three. Because what we did was actually more intermediate. So we kind of skipped beginner. Yeah. And we just jumped because we was like, ah, we did kayaking. We good. Not really realizing it's they're good. not one and the same. Yeah. yeah. So it was dope, man. I recognized it and I, I loved it. And the one thing I will say that I realized today that I messed up on and I should have taken more seriously was, and this is more as a father, have a wheel. (laughs) No, and I I, I say that, I say that half jokingly, but half seriously, because like, sincerely, like had, like when it was done, I got back, like I I called my wife because we were joking, like, yo, don't die. I was like, I ain't dead, motherfucker. Like you ain't getting paid out on this. Right, right. But at the same time, I realized we, 
we have life insurance. We I taking care of my family financially should something happen to me. Right. But I don't have a will specifying what I want to go to where or what I want wow. to. And I, I have wishes that I you know I would yeah. prefer. So have a will. Yeah. If you're a father, even if you're you know single, it, it doesn't matter. Like have a specific set of instructions that are, are notarized or legal tender mm-hmm. that state, hey, in the event of my untimely demise, this is what I want to occur. I feel you. Because you're taking, that's your job as your as the father, is to take care of your seed, take care of your family. And that also occurs in the legal sense. So for that, I messed up. Yeah, I got you. So having said that, I know what I got you know, to work on this week. I got to start getting that in order, making sure I got everything that I want done. Because I, I've, I think I've told you off air, like I have videos set up for my son mm-hmm. and my wife in case anything ever happens to me. But that doesn't take the place of an actual will. No, and, and I'm, I'm with you. Just to piggyback off that real quick, um, this reminds me of when I was going overseas and, you know, you uh, in the military, there's, there's a long laundry list of boxes that you have to check, right? And when I say that, like you go to different departments, did you take care of this? Did you take care of that? Did you take care of that? Right? You actually have to have a will. You know what I'm saying? If you're not married, the beneficiary for if you're un, if you have an untimely demise, or you you know what I'm saying, pay the ultimate sacrifice um, for you know going over there. And shouts out to all my boys that went over there, came home safely. Special shout outs to those that did pay the you know, the ultimate price and they're looking down on us now, but <clears throat> you have to, you have to have a will to say in case you, something happens, this is where everything is going. I actually got a counseling statement because I said everything was going to all my kids. I dispersed it evenly and I made sure that they had a trust that was going to, you okay. know what I mean, look over it, make sure that they get everything. I mean, I thank God that, you know what I'm saying? I'm still here talking to right, you right, right. Now, so ain't nothing happened to me. You know what I'm talking about? But that was that was something that was quote unquote forced on me to have to do. And so from from then on, my thought process was with every job that I get, everything that I did, I make sure I fill out that information right. But I also have something in writing to back that up. So that goes like the, they can't touch their money to that twenty five. Got you. You know what I'm saying? Or you know, if I'm married, she can whatever she needs to get out that's absolutely pertinent for them. She'll be able to get out before they're 25, but it only has to do with school, them living, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Copy. If they just want, hey, mom, let me get some new J's. <laughs> no. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, I just want to, you know what I'm saying? Nah, you're right. You're right. So, I mean, with that, that was... That was my one of my biggest takeaways from as as far as being a, a parent is concerned. That's what's up. But nah, man, a, amazing weekend. Like I, I feel completely refreshed. I'm sore as shit. Mm-hmm. Didn't go to work today just because literally when I woke up, I was like, I still can't really walk. He wasn't gonna go to work anyway. Actually, I was. I woke up. No, when I woke up, I felt rested. Oh, okay. So okay. that wasn't that wasn't the issue. Uh, but when okay. I woke up, I tried to get out of bed. I was like, yo, I can't, I can't really walk. God. Yeah. After <laughs> yeah. That, so yeah. I was like. I got to burn PTO anyway, so I'm going to just take the day off. So it is what it is. But since we was talking about, you know, untimely demise and and whatnot, I guess that kind of segues into one of our topics for the day. So one of the first topics, wow. One of the first topics we're going to talk about today is is step parents. Whoa. Love her. her And then 
how much love them to death. how much do you feel that they need to be involved with the children? Whether you're and this is obviously under the guise that you're still in the picture. Shouts out to both of my step parents. Agreed. I, I I have a stepmother that's been in my life since I was ten year old. Ten years old. Now, I appreciate my father for finding a woman that, you know, he loved and, and was able to, you know, give him the things he needed as a man and things like that. But shouts out to her because our relationship didn't always didn't always go well. I was a brat. I was a little jerk, and I I'll, I'll be the first to admit it. I didn't want her to be my stepmother because I wanted my mom and my dad to get back together. Man, talk talk to him. I, I, I was just selfish. I, I did. For me, I don't care if they got along or whatever. I don't care about their life at all. I was talking about me. At 10 years old, it was about me, and I wanted to be selfish, and I wanted my mom and my dad to get back together. You know what I'm talking about? And so, Dad, you brought this woman around. Hey, man, I'm going to make her life a living hell. So she leave you alone. We call mama up and mama come back home. You know what I'm talking about? Or vice versa. We go right. home. Well, however it was. You know what I'm talking about? So I was a brat. And shouts out to her for seeing that. And it was probably her talking to my dad in the background and him giving information about, like, you know what I'm saying, maybe some of the things that I had on my mind as a youngster. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. Um, but shouts out to her for sticking it out and, and praying about it and having faith. You know what I mean? that in due time things would turn around and it actually did you know what i'm saying it took a while but that's my mom you know what i mean every mother's day i make sure i, I hit both of them up with happy mother's day you know what i mean gotcha make sure that like my little brothers that i have i have two little brothers and and that's their mother that's my mom too so when i'm talking to them i'll be like yo mama said you messing up so i need to talk to you you know what i'm talking about i don't have step siblings i have a siblings, right? I have a sister. What? No, I said siblings, right? No, oh, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. I have a sister, and I have two brothers, and they all got the same blood in me as as they got in them, and that's it. Bottom line, no matter what, when, where, why, how, you know what I'm talking about. Those are my brothers and sisters, but my the step the step parents for a step parent to step in and say, you know what, this is not my child. But I'm finna stand up for this kid. I'm gonna stand up and I'm gonna be that that person that he could count on or she could count on. And I'm gonna I'm a, I'm a be there to make sure that whatever they may need, that tough love at times or that love that just says, come here, let me just give you a hug. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be that. Shouts out to all of those parents. You know what I mean? Shouts out to all of them for, for do that, for doing that. You know what I'm saying? You remember that song by Life Jennings? You know what I'm talking about? That, uh, what if she had kids where she already got kids? Oh, yeah. And, he had, yeah. and then they have a kid together. Is he wrong for loving his kid more than he loved the other kids? But but good step-parents don't worry about loving their own flesh and blood more than they love the other ones because they're going to love them all the same, and they treat them all the same. And trust me, we all got treated the same. She come to Arizona, make me a pecan pie, Shots out, son. Hey, that do sound magical right now, though, by the way. You know but, what I'm Yeah, about. go ahead. Go ahead. But at other times, when it was time for uh, me to get that, hey, let me let me let your dad know what you did. Right. <clears throat> yeah, your dad's on his way home. So, yeah, I'm no, about, I... I'm about to go to sleep. 
I'm I'm actually a thousand percent agreement with you. Like when I say I have six sisters, I have I guess you could say one that's same parent, mm-hmm. uh, one that's same father, okay. but the rest of them are are what you would I guess call step siblings. Right, right. But right. to me, you ask me, I got six sisters. It's never. I got I got stepsisters, I got this, I got that. You're the only the, boy? I'm the only boy and the middle child too. I'm so sorry. Man, you and me both. <laughs> but when you when I talk about it, I have sisters. I don't have right. I don't have stepsisters. Right. Because despite my like you said, being a brat, when my pops got remarried and when my mom's got remarried, they they, they treated me like I was their brother from day one. Exactly. And then I, I did recognize that. I maybe didn't like it at the time. Yes. Because I was, again, being selfish mm-hmm. and wanting, you know, just my family dynamic to stay the same. But no, nah, I I completely recognize it. And yeah, shout out, shout out to my my other mother, man. Yeah. yeah no, I, I, like we we get along great now. Like there was a time where we got into we got into it so bad. She said something and I was basically like, fuck this. I'm out. And I never figured that day out. She said something. I was like, fuck it. I'm out. Walked down to the basement, took my pop's hat off, like gave him a kiss on the forehead. I don't never kiss my pops. Right. Gave him a kiss on the forehead. I was like, I love you, but I can't live with your wife. Wow. And walked out. Wow. And that was it. We I didn't go over there for like a good six to nine months. Damn. Because I was just that pissed, and I, I I couldn't even tell you what it was about at this point. Like this is obviously years later. Right, right, right. But couldn't tell you. But at this point now. Like I don't I appreciate her Yes Like I I love the fact That my son Calls her grandma Because that is his grandma Right Like he has different names For my mom And you know My bonus mom But right. You know For all intents and purposes He's he's blessed Because he has Three grandmothers Right That part So yeah I'm I'm extremely appreciative I I love her very much And if she happens To listen to this episode You know yeah. Shout out to her yeah. I'm glad we get along now yeah. Um. Yeah, man. And I, I, I don't know what I would do without my sisters. Like my younger sisters, my older sisters. Like I, I lean on them for you know, guidance, for guidance, information, yeah. like everything. Yeah. So, yeah. Like I, I love my family. Yeah. In fact. So yeah, and if you know, heaven forbid, my wife and I should ever just come to a point where we're like, you know what, this this isn't working. Mm-hmm. I would like to think. That both of us are adult enough to, you know, recognize that, hey, it didn't work out for us. That's cool. But let's make sure we co-parent greatly. Right. Because at that point, it's it's about showing the kid that, hey, mommy and daddy didn't really necessarily get along. But that doesn't mean we love you any less. Exactly. And that doesn't mean we can't show you that, hey, it's OK. To to love yourself enough to remove yourself from a situation you're not happy from. There you go. And it's it's okay to do so in a manner that is still respectful toward the other person. Exactly. So again, I would like to think that, and I I think if it ever came to fruition that, you know, my wife and I are are mature enough to just come to that point, like you know what, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. Right. And we we got to go our separate ways. Right. To where we could work something out and you know go our separate ways. And if she starts dating, like we we've had this conversation, like. If she introduces me to somebody, if should we ever split up, then I know it's serious. Right. So I need to have a serious conversation with that individual. Like, look, my ex-wife is digging you. That's cool. I'm team y'all. Yeah. Great for y'all. You were going to be involved in my son's life. Right. 
you need to represent yourself as a man of integrity, as a man who can, you know, help my wife rear my son for those moments that I'm not around. I'm always going to be around. Right. But there'll be moments where I'm not necessarily physically there. Right. So I need you to step in. So I, I've always given it like an, uh, an analogy to like a basketball team. Yeah. Like, look, y'all, y'all coaching assistant coach. She the coach, you the assistant coach. I'm still the fucking GM. Yeah. That's yeah. still my seed. Yeah. So I still got final say yeah. on what happens with my seed. Yeah. But, at, but at the end of the day, yo, y'all the ones that won the championship. Right, you're right. I'm I'm team y'all because if y'all succeed, my son succeeds, and that's that's more important than my ego. Exactly. Exactly. So again, I I can't imagine what it's like to be a step parent. Personally, for as much as I joke about my wife annoying me, mm-hmm. I don't ever want to know what it's like to be a step parent. Yeah, because if you was ever a step parent, bro, I would have to hide you first of all because she's gonna be mad and she's gonna be looking for you. So. I'll have to hide you out for a second. I don't think so. If we, if it ever came to that point, I, I think it would be a mutual agreement. She crazy. I mean, she is crazy. I mean, I'm but no, I'm just. Saying, but it's, it's a delicate situation, and right. it's the ones that do it well deserve credit. Exactly. The ones that don't, I I don't know what to say because I haven't experienced that. I'm I'm very fortunate in that regard. Like my mom got remarried. Yeah. Step house was dope as hell. Yeah, can talk to him about anything, you yeah. know. My kid also calls him Papa. I'm not gonna say his last name, but or right. his name, but nah, you know, you. yeah, exactly. So I it's a, it's a respect thing. Yeah, I mean, honestly, you met my mom's husband. Yep. You know what I mean? He's that step pops. And now I was an adult when she got remarried, so it wasn't like you know he was like helped rear me. But at the same time, anything that I ever needed, any conversation that I ever needed, I could always go to him. Exactly. I could call him anytime. When I call him, he's always joking, like, hey, man, you need to come see me. You know what I mean? And I'll go over there and see him. And we just sit up, chop it up for, you know, a little bit or whatever. The kid, he loved, loved the grandkids. They call him Papa. You know what I mean? They love going over there. And he's nothing but a great, a great man to, for the kids to look up to as a grandfather. Because, unfortunately, they never met their, their biological grandfather, right. my father. You know what I mean? But at least there's a great example from my side, right? To show that I mean they they still have their, their other grandfather and things like that. But from my side, they have a great example of you know he's always hardworking, he's always you know cheery, always you know what I mean. I see that's dope. And again, I I have a tremendous amount of respect for individuals that step into that. Absolutely. And I'm so, I wish I had. I don't want. I don't say I wish I had. It would be nice for the podcast sake if I could speak to the opposite spectrum of that, just because we could see both sides of it. But I'm very happy that I can't because I've, I've been put in situations where the individuals that, you know, my parents have decided to remarry have been good individuals. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, that shots out, shots out to our parents as well. You know what I mean? They, they are the ones that chose or was chosen by, good step parents. You know what I mean? They're the ones that represented themselves well so that the person that they ended up marrying was a great individual, not only for them, but for their kids. And like my dad used to tell me, I can't be with a woman that don't love my kids because my kids is my kid. In fact, I'm not going to do that. 
No, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 I'm not. Uh, all right, fine. I can say, my brothers is my, you know, they're from my, my other mom, right? And my sister, we don't have the same dad either. You know what I mean? Okay. But from as long as my sister know, that's our dad. Right. Understand, that's our dad. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> he never treated her no different. He never, he... When he whooped us, he whooped us. When he allowed us to do something, he allowed us to do something. When he when he got something for me, he got something for her. When he got something for her, which is most of the time, and I really didn't get that because I was so bad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but anyway, but it, it was like, it was the family. You know what I mean? It wasn't, well, that's your sister and, and this is you, you mine. Right. It was, no, y'all my kids. And I don't care what nobody said about it. Y'all my kids said it. The end of the time, you know what I mean, and until and, and until he passed away, my sister always daddy, daddy, you know what I mean, and I'm like, man, won't you say something for me? Like, let me call him and ask him for something sometime. Right. But I mean, I didn't really mind because you know that's that's my sister, and I love her to death. But I would joke with her like, you always getting stuff before I can even ask. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, that's what his personality was. He was. Whoever I'm with, they got kids. Those are my kids too, and I'm gonna treat them accordingly. I'm gonna get on them when they need a tough love, and then I'm gonna be there to hug them and pick them up when they need that that sensitive side as well. You know what I mean? No. So. <clears throat> yeah. Again, like we, I mean, we said a couple times already. It's, it's shout out to those that you know take that role serious and then handle their responsibility as as fathers. Like it's, it's recognized. Yes. And I, I don't think it's recognized until you get older. Right. Because I, I, I sure as shit didn't appreciate it or even like it as a teen. No. But, again, being at a father now, I can, I, can, I can see it more, I can understand it more, and I can appreciate it more. Exactly. And I'm glad that they're still here for me to say, hey, Thank you. I appreciate it. Exactly. So, definitely, shout out to them, man. And I just... I can't imagine I don't ever want to be in that position specific situation. Right. But should that occur cuz you you can't control everything. Right. Absolutely. I hope that I can mimic what I've learned and seen. That's what's up. Um I know it I know it's a week late, but shout out to all of the stepfathers that's out there. Happy Almost belated definitely. Father's Day. I know we may have told you on Father's Day, but happy belated Father's Day to all of the the stepfathers out there and not to leave out the mothers. If you're a stepmother as well, and you're doing a, a great, wonderful job that you guys do. Well, you know, I think they got, I'm, I'm not to cut you off, I, they got their credit on Mother's Day, they got their credit on Father's Day. Like, I don't, I don't differentiate at this point between step and actual father. Oh, like, I got you. you a father, you a father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You a mother, you a mother. Yeah. Like, that, those are your days. Yeah. So, yeah. I hope, I hope you both enjoyed your separate days. Operative word, separate. Exactly. Anyway. Anyways, keeping it moving, man. So let's go ahead and hop into this second topic. Second topic, excuse me, this week. Um, Interesting topic. Help us. Why we? Why we gonna help? (laughs) But no, I mean we we've had it on our list for a while, and you know we just we just gonna start going down the list. So let's go. I think it's something that's affected us both, whether positive or negative. We've both had different point of views on it at different times, and we both know it comes from a good place, but. 
being fathers, we're mm. going to talk about it from a father's point of view. Mm. Speak on it. So, with that being said, have you ever dealt with an opinionated parent or in-law who you and your spouse have made hard, that you've had to deal with in your marriage? Like, your in-law or your mom said something, and you was like, nah, that ain't, we ain't going that route. Right. But they're so opinionated. It's, well, you got to do the like nah you ain't listening we <laughs> this is what we doing so whether it's a an in-law or a parent it, it don't matter like how do you deal with that as a father i mean because we both we well, we both come from very strong women yes like yes. We, we we've met each other's mothers we call each other's mother's moms yes we both know each other's moms are strong women mm-hmm. and we both know they opinionated mm-hmm. so at times i'm gonna be real it can be hard to tell my mama I, in my mind, it's like, hey, shut the hell up. Like, this is my family. I'm going to do this my way. And I say that in my mind. Yeah, I verbally yeah, yeah. never say that out of respect. Yeah, you want to live, that, and, Well, I want to live, too. Right. And the same thing goes for my, my mother-in-law. Right. Very opinionated woman. Love her to death. Yes. I know everything both of those women do, and even the men, yes. comes from a great place of love because it's their grandchild. Absolutely. At the same, in the same breath, I appreciate it. I love it. Step the fuck back unless I ask for your opinion. Oh, on that note. But uh, I'm, I'm being serious. Like, nah, let me be the parent. You be the grandparent. I if I you. need your opinion, I will come to you and ask for it. Now, if I'm talking to you about advice and we're having a conversation, you offer it, great. Do not give me unsolicited advice. Period. I don't care if you've been there because it's a different time. Exactly. Everything that you did with me is not going to work with my child. Exactly. Everything that you did with your child is not going to work with your grandchild. Exactly. I understand that you just want the best for your child, but if you want me to grow as a parent, as a father, shut the fuck up and let me parent. And I get, again, I will never say that face to face because it's a respect. You know, it's a respect thing. No, I got you on that. And I, again, I love my mom to death. Love my mother-in-law to death. Right. Shut the fuck up and let me parent though. Shut the fuck up and let your daughter parent. Right. Mind your business. Let me learn as a parent. You let me learn as a child. Yeah. Let me learn as a parent. I can't get better unless I learn on my own. If I come to you for advice, I'm seeking counsel. Right. If I don't, shut up and listen. Give advice. If you, if you, you read the room, you know, you know your children. You, yeah. you sh- and if, you, if you're recently married, great. You should know your in-law by now, your son-in-law or daughter-in-law by now. Right, right. Read the room. Learn them. Hey, I understand what you're going through. This is what I may do. It's all about how you present the information as well. Exactly. Exactly. But don't just tell me, oh, you got to do this. No, I don't. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm in 100% (laughs) agreement with you, sir. Uh, My mother... Very opinionated, like you stated. Man. I love her to death. I want to live. Love you, mama. I want to live. Oh, I definitely want to live. And I know my mom probably looked at this cop, like probably looking at her phone or whatever. Yeah. She listened to I'm like, I'm going to smack this boy right. two ways from sideways. Right. But if she really sits back and processes the information, yeah. I think she will come to an understanding of what I'm saying. It's not, it's not meant to be disrespectful. It's meant to, hey, you let me fall and hurt myself as a kid. Exactly. You got to let me do the same thing as an adult. Exactly. And you got to let me do the same thing as a parent. Now, unless this is blatant and you see my child is in danger, I don't need your advice unless I come to you for it. Exactly. So I love my mother to death. 
I love my children's grandmother to death. She's like my, she's like another mother to me. You know what I mean? When I do need advice and stuff like that. When it comes to my kids, unless I ask for it, stay in your lane. Yes. And your lane is not in the household. No, it's not. You are always a welcome, privileged guest in the house. You will always be revered in the house, but it is not your house. And for certain parts, it was for me, because my children are older and I've experienced it a little bit longer, it was a growing thing for her because that was her daughter, it was her only daughter. And at the time, her and her daughter had a relationship where her advice, unsolicited or not, it was always provided for. You know what I'm right. saying? And her daughter, with the respect that she had for her mom, it was like, eh, I might not want to hear your advice or whatever, but I'll listen to it and I'll let you keep coming. Now, having said that, I'm not your biological child. I have not been with you all my life. So when it comes to my kids, it's my kids. You had your opportunity with your children. You had the the ability to raise your children in the manner that you wanted to raise them. It's my turn now. You know what I'm saying? I could tell you for a long time, it was kind of that unsolicited asking for it. I remember this one specific information. I mean, incident that happened and I think this was a, the point of growing on both sides okay we we're having a birthday party and I think my oldest the one that's in the drive-thru right acting a jerk now it was someone else's birthday one of the other kids birthday and they always do pinatas and you know what I'm saying right he was acting a jerk and I told him to go in the room you're not doing the pinata she wanted to wait until he was out of trouble, so he would be able to do it too. And I said, no, no, no. That's not how it's going to work. He is not, I repeat, not going to participate in doing the pinata. Oh, well, he's just, no, no, no. This is not your child. Right. You're not going to tell me how it's going to go down. And at first, it was because of the, hey, I am standing up. I'm right. I'm standing my ground. It was a little bit of heatedness going on initially. Over over that same day though, after cooler heads prevail, we come together and she said, you know what? I just want the best for you and the children. I love all y'all to death. And I just want everybody to have fun. And I said, I greatly appreciate that. However, it's my child. I have to be able to raise him. Yep. And because of that, she said, you know what? I understand and I respect that. And I appreciate you being in my ki- in the grandkids' life. So I apologize for stepping in at that point. And, and I then, was like, yep. And because same, not same situation, but similar suspect. Right. Mother-in-law, again, pinned woman, love her to death. Mm-hmm. But she'll be the first to step in and say, well, your daddy said no. Yes. So it's a no. And when she said that the first time, I was like, bet. We... We already have that understanding. Like, if I say, hey, this this ain't happening, there's no, there's no, now if I'm not around, grandparents gonna grandparent. Right, right. I get that. Yeah. Me and the mom ain't around. We say, hey, no TV. He over grandma's house, our grandpa's house. Go ahead and watch that TV, boy. 
Ain't much I can do about that. Yeah, I get it. I accept it. Yeah. I'm going to take that L. Yeah. That's cool. But we have in the house, and this is why I appreciate my in-laws, there's never any question like, yo, your mama said this, your daddy said this, that, hey, that is what it is, sorry. Right. So from that point of view, mother, in-laws, appreciate them because they, they know that. Exactly. But it, I think because, like you said, only child as well, it kind of took a minute to realize like, oh, yeah. That ain't that ain't my place. Right. Like you trusted me to marry your daughter. Right. Trust me to do a good job of my son. Exactly. Exactly. And and I mean, like I say, we came to that that mutual agreement. And then from there, that hasn't been an issue like that. Nope. You know what I mean? We have a mutual respect for each other. Now, in jokingly, sometimes she's like, man, just let him do because it. it's exactly. It's like in a joking manner or it's in a or hey, think about this a different way. Yeah, it's not a it's not a huge deal or anything, and I can respect that because she understands. Like when I say that they're in trouble, she knows they're they in, in trouble. trouble. I, I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna bother. But if it's just like, oh, can they come spend the night, or can they do this, or can we do that? I might joke him there. No, they can't do nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then she's like, come on, and I'm like, all right, they can. You know what I'm yeah. saying? They can do it. My mom, I love my mom to death. You know my mom be giving my kids coffee? Yeah. Bruh. I be like, mama, stop. Don't give them coffee. She be giving them coffee. And I be like, yo, for real, mom? And and this is the cold part about it. She hadn't told them not to, hey, don't say nothing at all. So, yeah, we is at grandma's house. Grandma yeah, gave coffee. coffee. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, mom, what you doing? You know what I'm saying? Now, granted, when I'm not there, She's probably Grand, gonna give them coffee. Hey, grandparents gonna grandparents. Yeah. Right? You just gotta take that L. But I'm like, I, I'm, I'm keep pleading with her, asking her mom, stop giving them coffee. But I can't be mad at her. But when she comes over and she's like, yo, can they do XYZ? And I'm like, nah, they in trouble. Or no, they're not doing this. Come on, babe. Mom, I said no, that they can't do it. And that's it. Right. And now, I don't say it disrespectfully, but I say it in a tone where my mom understands. I'm serious. I know my son. Yeah, he's serious. serious. I'm gonna leave this one alone, and then we gonna, you know, what I'm saying we'll talk about something different. You know what exactly. I mean? And then I, I think I brought this topic up just because, again, I'm part of a few different social media groups on like Facebook and, and Twitter or whatnot. Social media. Wow. All right. But anyways, like far too often I see this conversation where fathers have the in-laws or our parents intervene in their affairs too much, and like, yo, shut. Why are you questioning this, bro? Like you're you're the father. That part. Like if you're if you're doing if you on your grind and you taking care of your kids, there's there's no question. Like that conversation is only between you and the mother of the child, whether that's your wife, your spouse, your fiance, what whatever the whatever the yeah, whatever the whatever the title. Yeah. That's a two person conversation. Not a three. Not a three or four. Exactly. Yo, like get them other people out that. And then leave, unless unless there's a conver- unless there's a conversation prior to that saying, hey, for whatever reason, this particular subject right. is going to involve my parents or your parents or whatever the case may be. Or we need to get an extra set of eyes. Exactly. So we can come up with a better decision. But uh, otherwise, hell no, nah, man. You you gotta I laid it down. You gotta be a father, man. Like step up. Like I, I don't wanna call anybody out, but man the fuck up and take care of your seed. Take care of your family. Mm. 
You, like for real, not for real, for real. Like you manned up to to make the baby. You manned man, up to, man the fuck up and take care of your family come on, in man. every aspect. Come on, man. So if that means, hey, you you had a conversation that was uncomfortable with your mother because you feel like your mother or even your father overstepped their boundaries, that's an uncomfortable conversation you got to have because at the end of the day, you're responsible for raising your child, not your grandparents. Right. Or not your parents, not the grandparents, I should say. Right. Right. That that falls on you. Yeah, and and that was one of the lines that I actually used. I was like, if my child failed, they're not gonna blame you for them failing. They're gonna look at me. You understand what I'm saying? Exactly. They're gonna look at me for what I didn't do, do. to this child or what I allowed to happen to this child. So I can't have that on my conscience. So for that reason, I cannot allow you to intervene. Nope. Now I, I fully agree with the it takes a village to raise a child. I'm right. all for that. I appreciate all the help we always get. Right. It's always appreciated. It's always welcome. Help more. But at the <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> But at the same time, like yo, like understand if I didn't ask for your opinion, right. Keep it to yourself. And and notice he keeps saying opinion. Cuz an opinion is not fact, it's not bound by law. It's an opinion. Thank you for telling me what you're thinking. That doesn't mean that I'm going to do exactly. what you're thinking. I may take a portion of what you said yes. and intertwine it because again, like we've talked about raising children today is not like it was when we were kids. Right. I mean, and we, we both pushing 40. I mean, let's call it what it is. Man. Hey man, look, I'm look, nah, we joke about it. <laughs> I'm sincerely proud to be pushing 40. Cause like there was a point in high school where I didn't think I was going to make it past 25. I am with you, sir. So me saying I'm pushing 40 for me is damn near a badge. Cause I'm like, yo, I really didn't think I was going to make it this far for a good five-year period of my life. I'm about that long, too. I mean, I was 13, bro, and I had people telling me at that time, you're lucky if you make it to 18. Basically. And and it wasn't because, you know, I'm – never mind. I'm just saying I was lucky if I was going to make it yeah. to 18. I mean, statute of limitations, so you're still good. But, you know, nah. Yeah. yeah no, nah, I I understand. So, again, when I would be like, oh, my God, you, I'm happy I'm almost 40, bro. Like, it's I'm, – I'm cool with younger kids calling me unk now. Like, hey, unk. House money. Yo, I, it really is house money. Yeah. Like, and I'm I'm cool giving back and be like, y'all, nah, bro. Don't, yeah. Like, exactly. this is this is what's good. Like, exactly. you – I feel if you if you've been through the things that you and I have been through and we've talked about on this podcast, right? You almost I don't want to say have a, a responsibility, but I do. In a way, you do to just give back, like you, and it may just be one kid that listens. That's all I need. But that's all you need because it, it may be that one kid that took that and ran with it and does something great with it. Right. So you 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 never really know. Talk to them all. Exactly. Talk to them all, man. Talk to them all. Like I got a frat that you know told a story this past weekend. He seen some kids in the movie theater that you know couldn't afford all their snacks. He just paid for it. Yeah. Why? Because people probably looked at him like, "Oh, these bunch of thugs" or whatever. Yeah. And again, another story he mentioned. He's driving through his neighborhood. He sees a bunch of kids with their shirt off. He judged them without even really talking to them, and they was just normal kids like his son. Yeah. He was like, "People probably judge my son like that." Right. There wasn't nothing wrong with them kids. They was just walking down the street with their shirt off because it was hot. Right. But to the average person, 
oh my god, look at these thugs. Yeah, same thing yeah. we did as kids. Exactly. Yeah. I'm so you, you gotta you gotta recognize that you gotta. I don't say you gotta pay it forward, but if you if you claim you're about the betterment of society and yes. you want this world to be a better place, then you do need to pay it forward. Absolutely. Because there's gonna be kids that look just like you did at that age, despite what you may look like now. Right. Like you see me now, I'm in khakis and t-shirts all day. Bougie. Hey, but I ain't I ain't really pants ain't sagging. I'm in khakis. I'm in this. I'm in that. Like. Your pants are at your waist now. Hey. Wow, you are really a growing up dad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But again, I wasn't a thug. I was just dressing like I saw. Everybody else dress. How you can nah, I'm on the thug. <laughs> that's not a thug. I had tendencies. I didn't take no shit. But I wouldn't say with thug. I feel you on that. I feel you on that. So nah man, like I you got you. you gotta recognize like there's a lot of kids that act just like you did because they want to fit in. Exactly. And it doesn't make it I'm not saying it makes it right, but I understand. And I get I get that too. And and that's why you have to pay it forward. As far as if you don't do nothing else but talk to a group of kids or talk to an individual kid that you see that he look like he just might be up to no good. Talk to him. Find out what he's about. He might just be looking like that way because he has nobody to talk to. So he emulates what he sees or he emulates what, what other people are talking about or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And he might be a great kid, but you'll never know by judging him and thinking that, oh, that's what he's about. How do you know what he's about if you don't talk to him? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, I I am with you, sir. Again, back to our back to the topic. Yeah, I'm sorry we got off got off track there. Nah, you good? You good? Back to our our parent parents, our grandparents intervening. Just stay in lane. If if you see that we're struggling, don't do it while the kids around. Take us to the side and. And talk to us like a normal adult. You know what I mean? We might take your information and run with it. We might say, forget your information. But that's none of your concern right there. The concern is, oh, I see my grandchild is having a rough time with their their dad or their mom or something like that. Give the parent the advice and let the parent choose whether or not to take that advice and run. Don't just jump in and intervene because that's not your place. Nope. And you at all. And even if you see the parent struggle, ask the parent. Yeah. Don't be like, oh, I'm gonna take the kid. Ask, man. Like sometimes we I know for me personally, I need to struggle through things in order to fully understand them. Exactly. That's that's just the way I learn. Exactly. So if you constantly taking that away from me, I'm never really gonna learn. I'm never gonna be able to teach my child better. Exactly. So I I'm thankful that my mom and my dad know that. I'm thankful that my in-laws have learned that. Right. And I appreciate all of them for everything that they offer us to do. Because exactly. they, they, again, it, it may come off with the way I said that question. It's like, oh my God, he's about to, I'm not going in on them. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really not like, it's, just an it's, it's appreciated. But again, it's just a reminder for anybody like, yo, and if you haven't had this conversation with your in-laws or your parents, have a conversation, man. Like don't, it's one thing to have respect for your parents, but it's another thing. You're you're in a, you're in a different situation right now. Right. You're a parent. Right. You're a father. Yes. You you got to stand up and be a father. Like, look, I know you're trying to help. This is how I need your help. All if you right. can't if you can't do that, 
what we got a whole other conversation to have then. What are you doing? You, it, you, you man enough to make them, man enough to take care of them in every aspect of it. And part of being a manning up is to have the difficult conversations that you may want to shy away from. But as a father, you have to have that conversation. So therefore, going forward, the conversation is a lot easier. And you're going to have much more difficult conversations as a parent with your kid versus with your in-laws or your parents. Oh, yes. So you might as well get comfortable with being uncomfortable now. Yes. So uh, personal advice. If, if that's something that's been on your heart and that's something you know you need to talk with, with your parents or in-law, talk to them, man. Talk to them. In-law, whether they in-laws or, you know, grandparents or the kid, had that conversation with them. Like, look, I appreciate everything that you do, but this at the end of the day, still my kid. Yep. Now, with that being said, if you're not on your shit as a father, if talk. you're not doing your job as a father, talk. and the in-laws, your parents are doing that job, Talk. Shut the fuck up. You ain't got shit to say. You ain't got shit to say. Nothing. If they got to step in and do your job, yes, you 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 really ain't got nothing to say, bro. You relinquish it at that point. You need to now. You can go back and re-earn it. Yes, but you got to put in that work. Yes. So don't come. Oh, don't you wouldn't you was absentee. Don't come back. Well, that's my kid. What the hell was you the first five years or however long it was? Right. Nah, bro. You you got to put in work. Exactly. Because if I'm a grandparent, I'm a imp- I'm a grandparent. Show me that my grandkid is good. Yeah. And then I shut the fuck up. I fall all the way back. All right. My grandkid is good. I know they're in a good place. Exactly. exactly. I may not like everything, but you know what? I know at the end of the day they're gonna be okay. Exactly. So yeah, no. It, if you in that spot, this conversation wasn't for you. This is not your part of the conversation. Do your job first, and then come back and holler at us. Exactly. Exactly. Now, so, if you're dealing with other situations, you and the mama don't get along. That that's a whole different topic. That don't that don't. And that's a whole different week of a podcast from, conversation. From personal experience, bro, that has nothing to do with you not being a father. You can still be a father even if y'all don't get along. But I know, I know sitting in an hour. That's a whole different conversation. My bad. My bad. No, we you know you good. But that's why I said I don't, don't want to get into that too much because yeah, we already at an hour and two. All right. We could talk for another forty-five minutes solid on that. All right. Woo. So yeah, Woo. we'll we'll say we'll table that for another week. All right, sounds good. But so, go ahead and do your recap there, sir. Going forward, all you step parents out there that's doing a job, take the step out of your name. Salute. Just a parent. Just be a parent. Love that child like they're your own. Be there for them like you've been there. Keep going on with what you're going on with. All you parents. And grandparents out there, make sure that you guys know your boundaries. Make sure that you're not overstepping your bounds. And make sure that, first of all, you see that your your grandchild is great. And if they are great, let them be great with their parents. And then when you got them, be grandparents. Have fun with them. Spoil the shit out of them. Have your fun as a grandparent because you have by far earned that. Absolutely. That is your job. And as a father... I would never take that from you. Nope. Not and at you all. and I tell my kid, hey, when you at your grandparents' house, your grandparent got that power. Yeah. Like I can tell you not to do something. My mom or your grandma can intercede, be like, boy, go ahead and eat that pie. Right. Th- all right. Yeah. I hope you enjoy that pie, little boy. Yeah. So when we get home, you ain't getting shit. <laughs> <laughs> but you at your grandma's house. She got all the power right now. 
Right. So we're going to leave. Well, I got the power again. Because <laughs> I want to live. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, make sure you're doing some, you're doing what's right for your kids. Make sure you're stepping up for your kids and you being the father that your kids need you to be. Uh, grandparents out there, you keep doing your grandparent thing. We love and appreciate everything that you guys do for us. If you guys see us falling short, be courteous and not to do it in front of our kids. Pull us to the side. Pull our coat to, to something. Let us know about whatever you see that we may be falling short to. Again, it's not our job to take all your advice and run with all your advice, but we respect you enough to at least listen. Exactly. So having said that, sir, where can they find you at? You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Twitter, although I only follow Twitter for news. At Steven Cigar. I, bro, I don't I don't I, tweet, man. Like, I don't have the time to tweet. And to be real, I get all my news quicker on Twitter versus any of my news apps or any of my sports apps. I got you. Twitter, Twitter is what makes the world go round as far as information right now. I got you. But you can still find me on Twitter, at Steven Cigar. You can find me on Instagram, at Steven Cigar. Okay. You can find us both on Instagram, at growing up dad and or on Twitter, even though you're more responsible for the Twitter. I got you. Growing up dad. Uh again, where can they find you on social media, sir? So I'm presentable Ricky. You know, on IG it's presentable Ricky. I had to had to change the name to fit with our, our thing that we got going on. And it's been working well for me. You know what I'm saying? But on that Twitter, it's still that it's still that pretty Ricky, you know what I'm saying? This I guy. I, I can't change the name, so that's what it is, you know what I'm talking about? Anyway, <laughs> and again, you can find us. Like I said, you can find us at Growing Up Dad on Instagram, at Growing Up Dad on Twitter. Um, right. You can email us, Growing Up Dad at Gmail dot com. And yeah, as far as this this week goes, man, I I ain't really got nothing else. I know we we got some good news coming up from the the second podcast coming up soon. Yes. So I'm we're both looking forward to that. We got to figure out how that's gonna work time wise, but yeah, we'll figure it out, man. Like I stay tuned. I really love podcasting. Like, I really want to, you know, make this more. This is dope. More presentable, like, just better intro like, music. Like presentable better, Ricky? Nah, just better yeah, looking. You said more presentable. Better looking, ask. though. Wow. Like, something I'm, I'm, not, af- I'm not afraid to take out in public. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, nah, I, mean, I just, I really want to, you know, make this, like, a, a good show. Like, we... Dude, we got people listening to the Philippines and Canada. Like, I can't, you know what I'm I can't get over that, man. That's so dope to me. We international, not so superstars, but it, we international at least. It's dope, man. Right. So it's appreciated. I know I can say that word so many times throughout a podcast, but there's no other word I can think of to show my thanks, right? Except thank you. Like it's yeah. it's appreciated. Like yo, you you took time to listen. Like humbled. Humble. That's a good word. Like humbled, bro. So yeah, we we enjoy this. Um, we'll still keep doing our research to make it bigger, better each and every week. And you know, yeah. If you're in the U.S., it's summer. Take your kids outside. Go whitewater rafting. Take them swimming. Go whitewater rafting. Learn how to swim first. Go whitewater rafting. <laughs> that's what's up. I think that's our time right there. Yeah. Yeah. So. With that, we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace.